Hello, welcome, and thanks for checking in today to No Vacancy, the podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Palmer. I'm an Airbnb ambassador and 17-time super host, and I've hosted over 1,000 reservations. I'm a stay-at-home mom of two and manage my eight listings remotely. My mission is to help new and experienced vacation rental hosts turn their listings into fully booked, profitable properties that can be managed from anywhere, so you too can have no vacancies. If that sounds good to you, let's get right into the show. All right, hosts, can we keep it real for a sec? Are you absolutely fed up with constant changes from third-party booking platforms switching up your listing ranking randomly? Well, I've got a secret weapon for boosting your bookings and increasing guest loyalty. Introducing StayFi, your ultimate tool for gathering guest information, guest marketing, and fostering brand loyalty. How does it work? Have you ever visited a coffee shop where you enter your email in order to get on the Wi-Fi? StayFi operates the exact same way. Every single guest, not just the one who made the booking, has to provide their information when connecting, so you can start building your email list to stay in touch with every guest you've ever hosted. StayFi provides you with advanced email and text marketing tools to communicate with that growing contact list. As you cultivate your thriving list of subscribers, one quick email or automated series can turn into dozens of bookings where you are not relying on your OTA's algorithm. Impressive, right? So use code NOVACANCY for an exclusive 50% off your first three months with StayFi. It's not just about attracting new guests. It's about transforming one-time visitors into lifelong customers. Don't wait any longer to start building that contact list and use code NOVACANCY today to kickstart your guest loyalty program with StayFi. To lock in your StayFi discount and start cultivating your engaged guest list, go to stayfi.com slash NOVACANCY and watch your bookings soar. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Vacancy, the podcast, as well as to the year 2024. I don't know if you can hear the difference, but I am speaking from a much better quality mic than what I used to have. I did treat myself to a little Christmas present of a better quality mic, and I'm very, very proud that I bootstrapped this podcast with a $40 Amazon microphone for the last year and a half, almost two years. And it was it was just time for an upgrade also because my other mic broke. So it was time, but I hope that you guys enjoy the better sound quality. I am so excited to be recording from this. For today's episode, I thought that we would do, I've been seeing this trend all over social media, ins and outs for 2024. Have you guys seen this? What are your ins? What's in for the year and what's out? I thought that we could do a hosting edition of this. And so I'm going to read to you, what did I put together here? Let me pull up my notes. I've got five ins and five outs, and that's what we're going to go through. And then I've got an Airbnb hole for you, and we have two new sponsors of the show that I'm very excited to introduce you guys to as well. So strap in. I know that we're still easing into the new year, but I'm so excited to be back at my better microphone talking to you. So the number one thing that is out for 2024 is letting other people make their problems your problem. My mom always says this. I have said this on the podcast before, but I firmly believe this like as my mantra to my core. I do not let other people make their problems my problem. And in hosting, I specifically can think of two situations where this happens, guests and cleaners. 
There are so many cases of guests who want a last minute refund. It is not my problem that they did not get travel insurance. Unless you somehow broke into their house as they were making the reservation, they were ready to click that they wanted to get trip insurance and you went in and right before they confirmed the booking, you unchecked that and didn't allow them to get trip insurance. Unless you did that, it is not your problem and it is not your fault and you do not have to feel guilty because they didn't protect their trip. All right. I don't care what dire situation happened. Honestly, this sounds heartless. I don't, I don't care who died. I don't care who has COVID. I don't care whose arm broke. I don't care who got in a car accident. There's a very, very simple way to protect your trip from these kind of catastrophic things happening. It's very easy. Airbnb built it into the platform. All you have to do, if none of you have traveled as a guest recently, you might not know. All you have to do is when you're checking out is check one little box that says, yes, I'd like to add trip insurance. And if your guests decline that, that is their problem, not yours. All right. Same here goes for cleaners. I have heard too many stories of hosts that know their cleaner is not performing and not doing the job. But, you know, my cleaner's cat just died and they're a really nice family and they're, they're just a great couple. And oh, there was that one time, you know, where my cleaner had a really big hospital bill and we just we just had to help her. And, I, you know, they're good people. They're good people. It's just that lately, you know, anytime we, we try to communicate with them, it's really hard to get a hold of them. And we've been getting four star cleaning reviews. And, you know, are they, they've had some uh, interactions with the guests that haven't been really professional, but they're they're good people. No, stop. Stop. OK, I know things can happen. You can you can love these people. You can pray for them. You can wish the best for them. Do not let their personal problems become your problem. You're running a business here. And that is so unfair to let the domino effect of that start to affect your the way that you run your business. If you're a co-host, the properties, let that affect the properties that you're managing for owners. It's not your owner's fault. It shouldn't affect them. This trickles down to the guests. Problems like this that compound can become problems for a handyman in the future. You cannot let your compassion for people in these situations take over running a business. Okay? We are done in 2024. Out is letting other people make their problems your problem. Now, one thing that is in for 2024 is surrounding yourself with like-minded hosts. This business can be so lonely. In my personal life, I know no one that is a fellow host. I found my community of hosts that I can vent to and exchange strategies and talk ideas and bounce things with through social media, through this podcast, and through short-term rental conferences and real estate meetups. That's where I found my community because no one in my personal life understands this world at all. You need to find a network of people. I don't care if it's one host. Find one other fellow host. Even if that just means going to a city council meeting and befriending the other host that's next to you. If you can't afford a ticket to an STR conference or something, if you can, I would love to see you at Level Up Your Listing Summit, March 11th, 12th, and 13th in Scottsdale, Arizona. You can save $300 off your ticket between now and January 14th. But... If you cannot, and it's just not in the cards for you, and you don't have the time to go to a conference this year, that is okay. You just need to connect with people. Go to a city council meeting. Go to local free real estate meetups. Slide in the DMs of fellow hosts. Be on Facebook groups, whatever it takes. I think it's just more important than ever 
There are so many changes that this industry is going through, whether it's algorithm changes from Airbnb, setting changes from these OTAs, city council changes, regulation changes, new ordinances, new taxes being imposed. There's, there's just, it's just constantly changing. The expectations from guests, the way that cleaners expect to be treated and paid. This industry is still evolving. And I cannot imagine going into 2024 doing this alone. You have to have a network of hosts that can talk some common sense into you that when that guest is driving you crazy and you just need to vent, you have a group chat to go to. It is so important. So find it and make it a priority this year. This one, another out that I have for you guys right now, this one might be the most important one to me. In 2024, we are done comparing portfolio sizes, number of properties managed, or gross revenue numbers. Stop it if you catch yourself doing this. Because I want to tell you guys, there are a lot of people on social media, a lot of my fellow podcast hosts, a lot of people out there putting out content in this industry that you see certain numbers that they're putting out there to sell you their course or whatever it is. And I can tell you, so much of it, you are not seeing the full picture. I'm not going to call anyone out. I don't think anybody that I know of or follow is lying to you, but it's not the full picture. Okay, and let me give you a few examples. Again, I'm not going to name anyone, but here's one that I've seen, okay? I saw this girl who was posting all this stuff on Instagram about how she went from zero to 100 units in nine months. Went from zero to 100 units in nine months. And that sounds very impressive, right? She was selling this entire course on it and some whole coaching program and everything. Turns out I knew some people who knew some people and through the grapevine found out that this girl, her dad owned this huge property management company with over 100 units. He died and the company got passed down to her. Okay, so she's technically not lying. Yes, she did go from zero to 100 units in nine months. But what? How, how are you going to make your claim like that and try to sell a course off of that? That is so unethical to phrase it that way. Okay, another example. I have heard people say, oh, here is how I went from in debt to having a portfolio of $10 million. And the way they phrase it makes you think this person is now worth $10 million. Come to find out. They have five different partners in this portfolio, five different partners here. 10 million is being split five ways. And on top of that, they don't own the real estate outright. They have tons and tons of debt on all of this leveraged real estate right now. Okay, another example. When you see a host post a screenshot of how much they got for a reservation and they post something like, oh, we just got a $6,000 reservation. This is how I'm making money in my sleep. What you might not see, is that this is an extremely seasonal rental and that is their fattest reservation that's for the week of 4th of July this is this is only a summer vacation place where they're open 3 months of the year during summer it's a lakefront resort area and that's their most profitable reservation for the entire year that's what they got for 4th of July and then that's it they'll make some money over the rest of summer and then they're closed down for 9 months don't see that and then beat yourself up because you only got an $800 reservation you guys are in different markets. You're talking to different avatars. 
You have a different mortgage payment, different tax bracket you're in. You just cannot compare yourself to what you're seeing on social media. And it makes me so sad because I can tell you this specifically happened at Level Up Your Listing Summit last year. I remember meeting so many women at that conference that would literally talk to me and be like, you know, I'd ask them, what do you do? What do you manage? Tell me about your business. And they'd be like, oh, you know, I just have the one listing. I just have one. And come to find out, they would end up telling me that their listing is making 300000 a year. It's like this crazy cool treehouse. They paid barely nothing for it. Like these incredible experiences. But they were beating themselves up because they felt like, oh, you know, there's, there's just people who manage 50 properties and, and that's not me. There's people with $10 million portfolios and, you know, our little treehouse, we couldn't really resell it for that much. You cannot compare yourself. It's just so sad to me how many people are diminishing their own situation because they feel like it's not what it's supposed to be. We're not doing that in 2024, okay? That is out. Comparing portfolio sizes, number of property managed, and gross revenue is out. Gross revenue is a worthless figure, you guys. Worthless figure. I want to know how much you've profited at the end of the year, okay? I would so much rather make 80000 a year off of a property that I bought for 150000 than make 300000 a year off a property that I bought for $1.2 million, okay? So keep that in mind. When you're seeing people talk about, oh, this is how much money we've generated, yada, 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 you don't know what their payments are. You don't know their situation. That's out. That's out. We're not doing that in 2024. The next thing that is in for 2024 is setting realistic expectations with our cleaners. I just saw a post on Facebook of a guy saying, hey guys, I need some advice. Uh, every time we go up to our cabin, we notice that all of the game board pieces are all mixed up and are in all these different boxes. So I asked my cleaner if she could sort the game boards between every reservation now. And my cleaner said no. Am I unrealistic with my expectations? Sir, yes. Yes, your cleaner's job is to clean. Your cleaner's job is to clean. The amount extra, how much is a board game? 20 bucks? I mean, honestly, the amount extra you should pay your cleaner to sit there and sort all of your board games is, is worth the cost of just buying a brand new board game with brand new pieces. Like their labor is not worth doing that. Their job is to clean. Do not give them tasks like that. If it can't be handled, ditch the board games. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's so unrealistic to expect that from your cleaner. Just be reasonable with them. As long as reviews are coming in on five stars for cleanliness, that, that is all I care about. If that drops off, I'm having a talk with my cleaner. But if that's fulfilled, I am not going to be picky with my cleaner on these other little things. So they didn't put the coaster back on the side table that I like. They put it on the dresser instead. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. I... It, it's there's so many battles that you're going to have in this industry dealing with guests and cleaners on a daily basis. That's not a battle that I'm picking. Realistic expectations with cleaners that is in for 2024. Next thing that is out for 2024, we are not doing this anymore, is feeling guilt for taking a different path. Okay. And I want to read you this post. I saw this on social media a couple months ago. Let me just read this. Okay. This says social media be like Grant Cardone, don't buy a house. Chris Crone, buy a house. 
Brian Pineda, Wholesale House, Thatch Nguyen, Use FHA Loan, Chris Crone, Don't Use FHA, Robert Kiyosaki, Houses Liability, Thatch Nguyen, House is an Asset, Grant Cardone, Start with 32 Units, Richard Garcia, Start with 2 Units, Bigger Pockets, Invest in Airbnb, Richard Garcia, Don't Invest in Airbnb, Peter Harris, Buy a 5plex, Not a 4plex, Grant Cardone, Don't Buy Silver, Robert Kiyosaki, Buy Silver, Dave Ramsey, Buy with Cash, Grant Cardone, Always Buy with Debt. How are you supposed to make sense of this? How are you not supposed to feel like shit after reading that? When you, you can't, no matter what you do, you're going you're gonna to piss off somebody or not take someone's advice, okay? There's, for everything you do, there's somebody saying the opposite and saying that you're doing it wrong. We are not going to feel guilty anymore for taking a different path. I think, honestly, every single thing that I just read you is right for somebody. That's the right path for somebody. Some some people are more risk averse and they need to not take debt and pay for things in cash. Some people don't mind leveraging debt. If you're older and you're closer to retirement, I probably wouldn't make a big risky investment and, and risk your entire retirement. If you're younger and you've got time to bounce back and you do want to take risks, do it. We're just not going to feel guilty anymore for taking a different path than what is told you out there. Find what feels right to you. This may take trial and error. You might need to experiment with some different things. But find what feels right to you. And once you have that, stick with it. Tune out the noise. I love listening to podcasts because I get such a wide variety of perspectives and opinions out there. I love having this podcast because I get to talk to people doing things so many different ways. You know, just recently we had an entire episode on paying off your mortgage early. And the week after, we did an entire episode on how to leverage credit card points. We've had guests on who talk about travel hacking and how to travel the world. Meanwhile, you guys know that I am the biggest homebody and I just never want to leave my house or my kids ever and I want to do everything remotely. It's fine. Both are fine. There's no right or wrong and we're not going to feel guilty for not doing it a certain way, okay? That is out for 2024. No more guilt. No more comparing journeys. Nothing like that. No matter what you do, you're going to piss somebody off and you're going to do it the way that somebody tells you not to. That's okay. All right, as long as you're not like blowing all your money or making like stupid decisions and there's some thought going into what you've decided, that's okay. One thing I am absolutely craving for 2024 is simplicity, but we all know that the setup process for a new short-term rental is anything but simple. That is why I'm so excited to tell you about Host GPO. By shopping with HostGPO, you can save up to 75% on furniture, decor, linens, amenities, and supplies, and they only work with a few select brands that are tried and tested to stand up to the wear and tear of guests. With HostGPO, there is no overwhelm of comparing hundreds of brands, variations, and product reviews. You just shop for what you need and rest assured that you are getting the best quality at the best price. Over 300,000 properties are already purchasing through HostGPO, and as the pool of customers grows, so do the discounts that HostGPO can negotiate for us hosts. By signing up through my link in the show notes below, you'll get an exclusive three months of free access to start shopping on HostGPO today. Thank you so much to HostGPO for sponsoring the show and for making it so simple to set up and restock our STRs. Our next in for 2024 is taking advantage of technology. And I'm somebody that this does not come natural to. I lag with things. It took me years, years to start using a dynamic pricing software or a PMS because I just, by the time I had even heard that these tools existed to help hosts, I felt like I was so set in my ways of how I was doing things. And I was very nervous to onboard something new 
and just so wary of glitches and stuff. So this does not come naturally to me. I am not the most tech savvy person. I I lag with things. I am the kind of person like I am not ever the first person that's in line to buy a new iPhone. Like I need the phone to be out for like four years before I trust myself to go buy the the refurbished version of that and believe that that's going to work for me and not have issues. Okay. That's me with technology. But I'm telling you, there are so many incredible tools and softwares out there right now for hosts. And especially with AI, there are so many easy hacks that you can be using to have AI respond to your guests for you, write your listing descriptions, sort your photos for you. It's just more and more fun to play with this stuff. I loved episode 71 with guest Caitlin Aronis when she talked about how to use AI to design your STR. That one was so cool. And I think that that's the perfect episode to dive into if you are not tech savvy the way that I am. That was such a fun episode that lets you start practicing with using AI and technology for design in a fun, creative way that I think people like me, my, my brain is more oriented towards. Don't be scared. 2024, technology, AI, it's not going anywhere. These tools are becoming better and better every single day, exponentially better. Do you guys remember? It was only like six months ago when AI couldn't even make a hand look right. And now, I mean, now the stuff that it's coming out with is just insane. It is time to embrace it. 2024 is the year of taking advantage of technology to help you with your business. Our last out for 2024 is we are done taking advice from people who are not where you want to be. All right, your broke ass brother-in-law who keeps telling you that you're stupid for investing in real estate and, oh, you know, the interest rates and there's going to be a housing crash and yada, yada. Has he bought property? Has he moved out of his mom's basement? Like, ask yourself these questions first before you go and take advice from him, okay? We're not taking advice from people who aren't where you want to be, okay? That troll on Instagram that just told you that the DIY that you did in your listing that you were super proud to show that troll who just told you that it looks like shit and you should have left it original, please go click on their profile. What what do they have there? Is their profile picture just like some weird anime avatar? Sorry if you guys are into anime. I think it's effing weird. Is it just some weird anime avatar? And like, does their bio just say, fuck the system? We're not taking advice from that person. Okay? We're not. That is out. That is out in 2024. Finally, our final in for 2024 What is in this year is letting your intuition guide the way. I think this is more important than ever. Everything we just talked about was just about how much noise is out there, how many people are telling you to take different paths. There are people you cannot please. There are people giving advice who should not be giving it. At the end of the day, honestly, your intuition is all you have. I'll give you a personal example that I deal with. All of the properties that I manage are small, 800 square feet, two bed, two bath condos. I have heard so much advice out there saying go for bigger properties because you're essentially doing the same amount of work managing, you know, a 3,000 square foot property versus an 800 square foot one. It's still one reservation, one cleaning team, all of that, but you're making so much more money off of it. For some reason, I, I can't argue with the logic. I, I, I know the numbers there to be true. It's just never felt right to me. I like tiny homes. I like tiny spaces. I don't know what it is. I'm a minimalist. I just I can I can grasp those numbers better. I like purchasing smaller properties. You guys know I'm an Airstream girly now and I just want glamp sites and I also dream of opening a boutique motel with like 13 units max. 
just small, cozy rooms. Like that's what I want. There's just something about that that feels manageable to me. And I know that the logic out there, yeah, get get a bigger home with the whole pickleball court and and a swimming pool and a basketball court and all of that in a game room. I know that that makes sense. It doesn't feel right to me. I just like to be able to, I, I don't know, like manage these like cozy small spaces. Like that just is what works for me. So I need to ignore and tune out that other noise. My intuition tells me to go with smaller places and that's what I'm going to keep doing. That has always just clicked for me and felt better. If you are letting other advice out there dictate your path, you're going to get burnt out. If you keep seeing advice out there saying jump into co-hosting because it's a great way to get started without owning property, but you don't really want to just be a manager, you want to own real estate and have a vacation home that you rent on the side, then don't be a co-host. Don't be a co-host. If that doesn't feel right for you, tune that out. All that stuff may very well be true and it is a great way to get in with low money down. If you need to save up another year to buy a property and do this whole thing the way that you actually want to do it, then do that. It's okay. That is what is in for 2024. We are listening to our intuition and letting that take reign. You can still listen to all the podcast episodes and get the variety of perspectives out there. But at the end of the day, you are the one that needs to execute this and run this business in a way that's in accordance with you and alignment with you. You got to listen to your intuition for that. I have said so many times on this podcast that finding a good, reliable cleaner is the single most important thing you can do to ensure a successful STR business. And if anyone has ever dealt with a bad cleaner, you know I'm right about this. Turno is here to solve that problem for us hosts once and for all. With Turno's Cleaner Marketplace, you can find your dream cleaner and have access to a whole network of backup cleaners in case of emergency. Once you find your trusted cleaner, use the Turno app to manage and automate the entire cleaning process from auto scheduling that gets synced directly to your booking calendar, auto payments, photo checklists, problem reporting, and inventory management. Right now, Turno is offering No Vacancy listeners a $150 Amazon gift card just for trying out Turno's cleaner marketplace and completing one clean with them. Just use the link turno.com slash no vacancy to unlock that offer and stop settling for cleaning quality that you're unhappy with. Again, that is turno.com slash no vacancy to find your dream cleaner and snag that bonus $150 Amazon gift card. And finally, for this week's Am I the Urban Behold, we've got a tragic case of a guest ruining a host holiday. You know, this is definitely something that we sign up for as hosts, right? Same thing with like wedding planners. You know, when you're a wedding planner, you're never going to have a weekend off again for the rest of your life. And you just, it comes with the territory. I feel like as hosts, we know that every single holiday we're going to be rented and we have to be on call. It comes with the territory, but still it just sucks when it has to happen. And I'm going to read you guys a post of a host who had to step away from his New Year's Eve party because of just hosting because because that's what we sign up for why i don't know why do we do this to ourselves i don't know but here we go all right so this host posted in a facebook group an exact script of a conversation that happened between him and his guest and i'm gonna read you the whole thing all right let's go so he says my assistant called me in tears this was posted on december 31st 2023 okay he says, my assistant calls me in tears and asks me to call this renter. I walk away from the party to make the call. Host, I am so sorry to hear the heater broke. I heard you were very upset at my assistant. Renter, woman in her 40s, starts yelling, you need to make this right. 
host, calmly. Yes, we have sent over our handyman and are also trying to see if we can get an HVAC person. We have put in five heaters around the home, but it looks like we cannot get this fixed, so we will be giving you a full refund. Renter, you have to do better than that. Host, what else would you like us to do? You can stay for free if you'd like or at least till you book another home. Renter, you need to find me another home and pay for it and book it. Host, well, unfortunately, Airbnb doesn't let us do that as that would be a third-party booking, which they don't allow. But you can call Airbnb or I can so they can help you find a new place and get all of your money back from us. Renter, well, now you are lying to me. Do you own this house? Host, no, I host slash manage it for the owner. Renter, you do not own it? I demand to speak to the owner, and I am going to sue you for misrepresentation. You clearly cannot rent me a home that you do not own. Host, well, Airbnb has something called hosts. You can see on Airbnb, this is hosted by Mike. I am Mike. <laughs> Renter, are you Mike? Are you really Mike? Host, I wish I wasn't Mike right now. <laughs> so good. Renter, well, Mike, I am going to sue you and then sue Airbnb for allowing you to falsely rent a home that you do not own. Host, okay. Renter, now book me another home. Host, as I explained, I can't as that would be a third-party booking, but all you need to do is call Airbnb and they can help you out. Renter, I have had enough of your lies. I am also going to call code enforcement. Host, Code enforcement is not for a broken heater. It is for people being loud or, you know, outside on the front porch drinking till 1 a.m. making noise. And then he adds, the neighbors let us know that the renter was doing that the night before. <laughs> renter, well, I'm going to change that. Host, you are going to go to the city council meeting and demand code enforcement handle broken heaters? Renter, yes. There is a time for change for everything. This is unacceptable. Code enforcement typically applicable to owners and renters. Host, okay, I guess I'll see you at the city council meeting. Renter, oh, you will. Now book me a home right now. You make this right. Host, again, I can't do that as it's a third-party booking, but all you have to do is call Airbnb and they can walk you through this. Renter, book me another home. Stop trying to mansplain to me. Host, okay, I am done here. Hangs up phone. Host then added, she then proceeded to text me for the next two hours as I'm trying to deal with Airbnb and get her out of my home and give her her money back. Finally got her out and we were actually able to keep the cleaning fee as well as one night since she did stay for a night without any issues. She was not happy about that, but I am not engaging with her anymore. And then one more thing he did add in the comments, and now Airbnb just called me. She's demanding to see a copy of the HVAC report. Um, no. And then there's just a ton of comments saying, please tell us her name so that we do not rent to her as well. This is the energy that us hosts need to take into 2024, okay? We are not engaging with these psychopaths. This host did everything. And you know what? He was actually willing to refund her the entire reservation for the heater being broken. But in the end, because she was being such a bitch about it and he had no choice but to go to Airbnb to try and negotiate getting her out while he was being harassed and texted. In the end, he said Airbnb actually sided with him and told him to keep the cleaning fee and one night's rent. So she screwed herself over in the end. When people are trying to be kind to you during these situations, look, nobody wants a broken heater on New Year's Eve. That is worst nightmare for a host. I don't want that for my guest. I don't want that for myself. I don't want the handyman to have to deal with that on New Year's Eve. 
When situations like that happen, the host is already trying everything they can to fix it. Work with them. Work with them. He was literally going to let her stay for free and refund the entire stay. And she just had to push it too far. And she got screwed over in the end. Instead of getting her full refund, he was able to retain the cleaning fee at least and one night of the reservation. I love that. I think that she totally got her karma. These situations suck, but things like this are no one's fault. You know, you know that the host, I've been in this situation. I know that it sucks for the guests. I hope guests listening listening to this know who have no hosting experience know that it is just as miserable for the host. I have a pit in my stomach when things like this go wrong. And a little bit of compassion, a little bit of compassion from you is all I need to just to, to work with you and make things happen. We all know this woman is never going to go to the city council meeting and try to get that policy changed. I'm sorry, if she was too lazy to even go make her own brand new Airbnb booking and she wanted him to do it, which, like he said, is past their policy or outside of Airbnb's policy. If she was too lazy to go and do that, she's not showing up to any city council meeting. Like these people with their pathetic threats, thinking that they can scare hosts. One more thing I have to mention, there were so many comments on this Facebook post that literally said, I'm an owner and this is why I can't self-manage my place. And I just want to say as a co-host, I appreciate that so much. There are so many situations like this that I have taken on for my owners that they don't even know happened. There are so many bullets I have taken and aggressive phone calls and back and forth threatening messages and harassment that my owners don't even know happened, that they were not bugged about or alerted at all. And that is what I want to end on right now. One of my predictions for this year is that 2024, I really think, is going to be such a strong year for co-hosts because so many owners got swept up in this craze thinking that short-term rentals were a get-rich-quick scheme. And then they realized, oh shit, there's actually a lot of work involved with this. They don't want to sell their property. They might not be able to get as much for it now that the interest rates are higher than when they bought. They're not ready to sell, but they cannot self-manage it. Co-hosts, take this example as a lesson. If that conversation I just read to you didn't scare you off and kind of like made you excited and made you be like, I could I could handle that. I could put this woman in her place. If that's what you felt, you are called to be a co-host and own that. Do not ever feel guilty for coming in and taking someone's 20% from them, you are providing immense value. There were so many property owners on this Facebook page that were literally just saying, this is why I'm so glad I don't self-manage. This is why I'm so glad I don't self-manage over and over and over. Own it. So there we have it. Our first Airbnb hole of 2024 is this renter. And we'll have another 51 Airbnb holes coming at you this year. Enjoy. And with that, it is now checkout time. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you back here next week. Lastly, as Airbnb hosts, we all can appreciate a good five-star review. So you already know a great review on this podcast would mean so much to me. Please subscribe, review, share, and connect with me in the show notes below. Bye!